0: On today's episode of the Loose Change Podcast, my team's fucking dead. Ty's team's dead. Braden's team's dead. Stuart's team just lost to the Habs. We got the Leafs, Canucks, Vegas, Habs, Oilers, and Wild coming up on today's episode of the Loose Change Podcast. <laughs> everybody and welcome back to the hockey edition we have hockey games to talk about the Leafs just lost to the Coyotes the Canucks just blew a 4-2 lead everything we've said over the last four weeks is garbage my god I think my team might suck I can't believe I was yelling at Braden for his take that the Leafs are going to be missing the playoffs do you remember that guy I was yelling at the guy saying Mm -hmm. how stupid you were legitimately rattled I am stupid I'm stupid for believing in the Leafs. How can I do it again? Brayden, I'm sorry.
1: Look, Braden said they'll make the playoffs, but they're going to be out of the spot by uh, come Christmas. And that's looking pretty good right now. I said Aiden Hill was going to be elite in Las Vegas. He's got a 948 save percentage so far in, in Las one Vegas. Game. He's still got a 948. <laughs> He's played one game. Still got but this is what this is
0: all about. It's overreaction to the first week, mm-hmm. right? This, what else can we do? Not, this, is me the being, first
1: week? this is me being right. And yep. the brain right will so... come. <laughs> there's, our, there's our title. Uh, your boy, New. I'm a master of disguise. I'm a master. I'm a cunning linguist. And above all else, I'm a master of hockey analytics. So Probably our uh, most
0: humble host on the podcast. I'm a master of easily. humble,
1: of being humble. Uh, it is what it is. Probably but... the most humble person there is. Mm, I'm up there. Top three. Top <laughs> three. I'm for debate. But uh, I'm mad at the Leafs for that game. man. not because I want Let's to start win. there. Yeah. I'm mad because I put money on the Leafs to score. I couldn't. I don't know why on FanDuel. I don't want to talk about betting too much, but I'm mad at this. On FanDuel, they didn't have any option for Arizona's goalie, Vemelka, or however you fucking pronounce it, for him to hit a shutout. So instead, I had to hit Home team scores zero goals exactly at home. That's the same, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just it wasn't under the goalie shutout thing. So it was annoying to find. So I got in at plus 3,300 and I would have won. A, I don't, I can't remember how much I put down, but it was $150 back. Yeah. You were seven yourself.
0: minutes away because <clears throat> the Arizona Coyotes, led by Nick Ritchie, were beating the Leafs two to zero with like seven minutes left in the third. And then. For seven minutes, I had the game shut off by then. Apparently, for the last seven minutes, they really tried and they tied it up for a second and then lost in the last minutes.
1: So Now, your boy still knew. Now, listen, people, listeners, if the Leafs are playing against any bad team, put your mortgage on the bad team to win. You know what's going to happen. There was a chance that there was going to have to be an emergency backup plan for Toronto. Like You knew what was going to happen. I still put money on the Yotes to win. I made money back. Um but yeah, man, there's a lot to not like about that game. Uh, and the
0: team so far, like dude, on this the season. Team, I don't like what I'm seeing at Auburn.
1: I know it's like early. I kind of felt this before and I missed our Atlantic preview, so I couldn't get into it too much. So I think I could get into it now. Remember the 1920 season and everyone went this Leafs team is so good and then they like they missed oh the playoffs. my god
0: i thought you meant the 1920 no no i i don't remember <laughs> right now, yeah you
1: remember when gert Begert and uh, yankee uh, whatever i don't know some old man name yankee whatever the point is i uh, ernie and whistle um That's it, i uh, i don't know <laughs> I, that team like everybody thought oh it's so good look at the team they got so much talent and then they were shit. And like, I thought it. I wanted to get into it in the Atlantic Review. I had to miss a lot of that episode. I still like like the team, but like, I had this nagging feeling in me going, "I don't think this team's that good. I think it's overrated." Mm. Um, people saying this is the deepest leaf teams that we've had in years. I, honest to God, I think last year's team is better than this year's team. Um, even after the off season, like I thought that. I don't, I don't know. I don't look at the right wing going down the list. And well, going, this year's oh, wow. team doesn't
0: have Jason Spezza, so I'm right there with you.
1: I don't know. I just look at the right wing. Like you lost McKeough, who like I'm sorry, McKeough is a good middle six player, and it's like who's the replacements now? You got Dennis Malgina on the second line, and who's your and third line right now? And they looks
0: slow winger? now, right? And Mikhaev is very fast, and look how slow the Leafs have been, especially in the bottom yep. six. I think that's a good point. McKeough
1: yeah, was a huge I, loss. And I said I didn't. I didn't like the Yarncroak acquisition. I thought the Yarncroak one, you know, I said I, to me, it kind of felt like uh, Canucks scored, uh, PD assist, <laughs> live, live <laughs> Ooh, short-handed with the, eh? with the goal. Anyhow, um. Yeah, I thought that the Yarncroke um, contract at the time was a lot like Mrazik. I said that it feels like Dubis feels like he's smarter than everyone. He's always trying to prove to everyone how much smarter he is. And he's doing these big brain moves, and he's going to show you how they're going to work. And I said that to me. It felt like Matt Murray was this year's example of that. And look yeah. where we're at right now. He played one game, and he's out for a month.
0: Yeah, so I, I want to touch on that. I, I think that's heartbreaking, honestly. He's four weeks mm-hmm. out at least minimum. He pulled a groin, and he's out for at least four weeks, so it's probably longer with the goalie coming back in an NHL season. I gotta assume it's gonna take a while. Kai, oh. you, you saw this coming, right? Oh, the yeah. injury. I mean injury.
2: Again, yeah, super unfortunate, and you gotta feel for him, but did the team set themselves up well enough behind Matt Murray to succeed?
1: There's yeah. another one. Hey, there's another brain prediction. I said Samsonov was gonna take over as starter. We're you not even... Or a what I, game three? Although you know when
2: it. you when you gave that prediction though you weren't you weren't thinking injury you were thinking he thought, yeah he was going to play bad yeah. hey, so but, far performance wise again when you're right you're right you take it yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right, right. That's um, yeah it's unfortunate you got
1: to see it coming. like it's the hips dude that's not like nothing on a goalie that's like he's got he's old man on a hips. Goalie. he's got well, the yeah. hips of like
0: an eighty year old man Carey Price is retiring for that reason. It's it's so sad,
1: man. Oh, it's... Corey
2: Schneider. It's like, how many times are you going to see it with goalies? Right.
0: Luongo. Yeah. How many times are oh, yeah. we going to see it with goalies? I'm, I'm definitely worried. It's if he comes, it's a long season, right? 82 games. He could come back by game 30 and then be a top five goalie the rest of the season. Like you never know. And the same with this Leafs team, but so far they've lost to the Habs. Mm-hmm. Then Samsonov gets the net they lose to shawl with shawl in to the Arizona coyotes putting up a terrible effort. I mean, this is a team that I kind of predicted you missed it during the Atlantic prediction um, episode, Braden. I was basically saying, you know, president's trophy. This team is motivated by their loss to Tampa Bay. They just, there's no way they can not grow up. Mm-hmm. Like their stars are getting older. They're pissed off. I'm ready to see them come flying out the gates. And I thought they would. And it's the same old fucking Leafs.
1: And here's why. Like, I, I I touched on this before. I'll get into it. There's a bunch of examples I see with this team where it's just repeated, repeated, repeated. Um, The one thing I wanted to bring up, like, you guys saw the video. I'm sure a lot of the listeners saw the video. If you didn't, uh, there's a video where it's like, I don't know. I don't even know what they're practicing. It's like four leaf forwards all together, just passing the puck around. Marner gets the puck. He scores. It's practice. And he starts hitting the gritty. Right. Dude, be fucking professional. Like, can you <laughs> can you fucking imagine like Ryan laugh hitting the gritty after he scores in practice, even like as a 25 year old? I didn't know we were introducing the Brayden Old Man Facebook take segment already. Well, <laughs> if you win, I don't have an issue with it. But like <laughs> the whole fucking issue with, about this team is that they don't take things seriously enough that they think they could just dick around and that they're you know it's that they're entitled. That's what the outlook on this team is. That's what people think. Dispel that myth. That's There's what all the meant... old
0: Facebook guys have been saying, and look what's been proven—them right.
1: I fair enough. They Dude, they aren't getting that. Sh- they suck. Sh- show up and do your fucking job. Like I remember, t- Tyler, you you read you read the book, right? You read Domi's book. I read Domi's book. Now this Good is a read. bit different. Shift this is a bit different. But do you remember what happened in his first game against the uh, when he was with the New York Islanders? The Rangers, you mean? Or sorry, with the Rangers? Yeah, my bad. Remember what happened? In his first NHL fight against Bob Probert.
0: He tried to get him to fight uh, several times and didn't.
1: He Give got him the to story. fight eventually. Yeah. And so Domi gets him to fight eventually. He went. Well, he didn't win against Probert because you don't win against Probert. But he dr- had a draw against Probert, which is a win, really, if you're not <laughs> Bob Probert. Um, and that's where Domi's famous. You know, he's on one skate, he's leaning back, and he's holding the belt like he's a WWE right, champion. I at remember center that. Ice. <laughs> and then he's chirping Steve Eiserman after you know, some other shit. Yeah, he's chirping Iserman after. And Messier, after they get back into the room, Messier takes him in the fucking broom closet. And he throws him and he goes, you do not fucking speak to Mr. Eiserman like that. You grow the fuck up. That's Junior. That's Bush League. None of that shit here.
0: And then Domi didn't talk shit to Mr. Eiserman. Didn't do that shit.
1: Way. Didn't do any of the big fucking celebrations after the fight. He kept it professional. Now, obviously, like, 90s hockey is different than what it is now, but the thing's the same. Like, it's, it's weird enough we look at hockey because, like, it's a game, it's a kid's game. Like, it's a kid's game, and I'm yelling at people, like, treating it like a kid's yeah, game. Yeah, you're, like you're, $1, you're $1, yelling dollars. at someone
0: for having fun at practice.
1: Yeah, but like, like, this is your professional job. Treat it like a treat I guess it as so. such.
0: Tom you're Brady not. has fun in practice. I've seen him do like hip thrusts to the air to music in the middle hey. of practice after a loss <laughs> you know I mean
1: in the middle of a fucking divorce yeah like, he this guy's hit kid on the lips though so that's not something where I'm going to use that guy to compare him to you know like he... <laughs> and at the end of the day <laughs> what is that he's one. he's one,
2: right mm. look Marner... he's one, but I mean he I think his Patriot days he did not have a lot of fun and he won a lot with Patriots
1: yeah exactly dude you're there so... to do a job do your fucking yeah. job so okay. I don't think we see that I think the market thing was exemplar was an example of that and then you know with this leaps game the whole issue when they always play down against the shitty opponents and why it's because they know that they're good and that they can just start Mm -hmm. trying in the third and come back and the issue with this game is that just like all those other ones did they learn their lesson no because there's that weird fucking call in the hand pass and they're gonna go we would have won if it wasn't for that call that's why we lost not because we didn't show up
0: yeah, you get to watch a lot of Leaf games, Kai, right before the Canucks games. You notice that this year especially, they are just flat. Like, I, I think it might mm-hmm. be a speed thing, but I also think it's a fucking effort thing, like Braden's alluding to.
2: Yeah, and I mean, a little teaser here for the Canucks as well. It's the same thing. You look at a lot of these teams, they've come out of the gate not looking motivated. That's right. And you got to wonder, it's what's that about, right? Like the Leafs have a ton to prove.
1: <laughs> yeah, in that and, market too? Come on.
2: Like, don't you want to like just shut up the haters?
1: And there's one, Thank you know, you. that's a good point. That's what I think. I wanted to touch on there, and I think this relates to, it, 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 it's a Canucks tweet, but it comes back, I think, to that. But I saw this one tweet, I think it was from like, I think it was from Sat, I can't remember, it might have been from Sat, Satir Shaw, uh, Canucks uh, coverage, I guess we could say sports Sportsnet, I don't know sure. if they're journalists or not, point is. You know, he tweets that back in the glory Canucks days, right? 2010. Who, Kai, on that Canucks team, 2010, who was the most outspoken asshole, piece of shit guy on that team? Mm, who was Kessler? also an all-star? Kessler? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was Ryan Kessler, right? Like Now, can you imagine if Ryan Kessler is like the guy in your locker room? So the point is that sad Hat is like, who keeps Kessler in check? Somebody's got to keep that guy in check and put him in his fucking place. That team had the Luongo, had the Sedines, the X, So uh, yeah. many vets that could do, do, shut the fuck Adler. off, like get in your spot. Adler, mm-hmm. like, I think Adler's, Adler was younger than Kaz. Young, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Canucks scored again. PD goal. <laughs> uh, I mean, Adler still had like six years back then. He's, he's been in the league a while. Yeah. PD is now up into, I think it's eight points in four games or something like that. Um. Anyhow, I remember that when uh, I said 100 points for PD this year, but they. <laughs> Had someone to keep him in check. Now, where that relates to the Canucks, now we know what JT Miller's like. Who keeps JT Miller in check? Are we passing off the Leafs to the Canucks? No, because this is where I want to bring it mm-hmm. back. It's tough to keep JT Miller in check. You don't have that established vet who puts up more points than him and has one. So, who keeps him in check? And with the yeah, Leafs, yeah,
2: I um, you know, we'll talk about the Canucks here, but mm-hmm. later. But it's like. Who keeps Matthews and Marner in check? If you know what, just no, to I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put a pause on this, and then I'm gonna circle back to it when we talk about the Canucks. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so with with what you're kind of pointing out,
1: and
0: I'm agreeing with, is where is the leadership? Where is Mark Messier telling Domi? Like, mm-hmm. like, is is Tavares the guy? No, he's not. Was Jason Spezza the guy? A little bit. He was also on the fourth line. Is now not on your team. And who is it?
2: Do you think that the Leafs thought Tavares was gonna be that guy when they brought him in?
0: I think what they thought when they brought him in was that the salary cap was going to go up. They are getting a a superstar at $3 million off, and they're pushing their window into now. I think that's what they thought when they did it, and then the pandemic fucked them. They would have never done it in hindsight.
1: That, and I think, I, I do think, Kai, that they were expecting that, but I can't remember if it was Nathan McKinnon. There was... Some players thing I read on the Players Tribune. Though McKinnon also talked about it this past week. I don't know if you saw it, where McKinnon split up his career into three different stages in his own mindset. Within those stages, um, but the one piece I'm thinking of, wh- whatever it was, was talking about how younger players come into the game now. And with Domi, right, when coming back to that in the nineties, when those guys came in, like you were treated like shit, and you kind of had mm-hmm. to, like, you had to take like the heat with it—that you're going to be told you suck, you need to get better at this, this, and this. Star and players
0: that, were played on the fourth line.
1: Yep. And then you had to earn it. And now I don't think that was the right thing because like a lot of those players were clearly the best players. And like Matthews, can you imagine playing Matthews on the fourth line when he came in? Like, that would be stupid. But... Babcock played him on the second though. 15 minutes. But I'm fine with that as a rookie. Yeah, Yeah. fine. Second line, that's being, that's still to me generous. When Horvath came in, he was third, he was fourth line when he came in. Um, But but, like you had
0: to handle shit. You had to be, you had to take shit and you got, you learned from vets back then.
1: But the point is too, is when, when you were told stuff, you had to be open to criticism. And that mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was a coach or whoever it was, but they were saying, like, players can't, young players today can't take criticism well because they come up being treated as the all star. Maybe it's just a change in how, you know, generations parent and other generations. But the like, kids coming up now, if the coach says, hey, like, dude, that was a shitty, like, the player will just turn around and walk away. Like, they won't hear it. They won't sit there and talk to the coach about it.
0: Are you suggesting the Leafs, like, best players might not be easily coached?
1: did we now I'm not gonna that say his methods like were the, I'm not gonna say his methods were at all correct but did we not hear things of that about Babcock with Marner different I, levels but I mean we know a big part of it was that Marner wasn't up or that Marner was upset that uh you know ignoring the stuff with stuff to say <laughs> ignoring the whole stuff of the list but we know that uh we know that Marner didn't like being paid less than Matthews or you know, not getting the same bonuses as Matthews. We know that that played a role in his contract negotiations. And as we heard it for the four team. months. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was upset that he didn't get the same amount of money as Austin Matthews. He was upset about ice time as Matthews. It is an ego thing with these guys. So mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then, you know, how we're seeing them now that they haven't changed over six fucking years. Yeah. It's a mental thing. It's an attitude thing. It's a character thing. I don't know what you do. It's not a team build.
0: It's not coaching. I totally agree. Like, I feel like they have all the ingredients to bake a fucking Stanley Cup cake. And they just keep on making fucking
1: dough. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> well, like, and, and coming back to the veterans, like, who can come in and sit down? Well, who's won a Stanley Cup that should be able to come in on, on that team? Dude, Jake Muzzin? Jake Muzzin should be able to come in and say, you're playing like fucking shit. You need to smart up. You need to be more business and be more professional. We're here Mark to do Ciardana. a fucking job.
2: Organization would have Geo. to stand behind him, though, if that's the case. Like, you can't have these veterans running around like wild. Like, they, I, no. When the Canucks had those bodies, it was because the coaching staff and the management wanted them to do that. I don't well, think that Dubas or Keith would be like, yeah, Muzzin, tell him, tell them that.
1: I think they'd have their backs, but I don't. Has to go. It has to be going into the mind. I think, regardless, if Muzzin comes up to Matthews or Marner, they're gonna go. Fuck you. I'm Austin Matthews. I scored sixty fucking goals last year. You're really gonna tell me how to do my job? Fuck you, Marner. Mm -hmm. You know, I put up eighty assists every year. You're really gonna tell me how to do my fucking job? Fuck you.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think what I'm surprised about, and all of Leaf Nations is stunned and like pissed off, is that we know this. Like we we we've established this over the years but wasn't the last playoffs, the, the last straw we thought the playoffs right. before might've been the playoffs. Is this Everything playoffs last straw? Like at what point is it just these players aren't fucking winners? And I get it's four games in the season, but I just watched them lose to the Nick Ritchie led coyotes. It, it absolutely matters. All these points are the same at the end of the year. You're trying to get a number one spot and compete for the playoffs. How is that not in your mindset? How don't you wake up for that game? I think it's the leadership like we're saying and I, at this point the person who has defended Dubas and Keith all offseason I'm like okay I'm ready to see this get blown up if we
1: continue down this path and I can't believe we're here four games in mm-hmm. well it's just like you know two things there first Kai like you said does management have their backs I think management does have their backs but if I'm Kyle Dubas how am I going to stand behind a guy who's pissing off Austin Matthews when his contract's up at the end of the year. I got to make sure I keep Austin happy. Number two, you know, just to kind of wrap this up, I, you know, to wrap it up in a whole, how the Leafs treat a game against a bottom tier team in the NHL, one game, is exactly the same how they treat the season. We'll deal with it later. A game against the Coyotes, we're down two nothing at the end of two. Oh, we'll deal with it in the third period. We'll come back and just win in the third. The regular have the season talent to do it. Oh, we'll make the playoffs. We'll we'll just win we in the, the first talent round to do it. Yeah. We'll win in the first round. We'll we'll just do it there. We're still gonna get there. We'll just win when we get there. We'll win this game seven. Yeah, we don't need to have defensive structure. We'll do in the playoffs, and
0: then you get there. Yeah.
1: Know, part what of if
0: the, what about this, Braden? Yeah. What if Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner had the mental? strength or the mental um what's the word just in this if you had bergeron and Marshan's mindset in matthews and marner's skill level i that doesn't happen uh the thursday lo- or the lost arizona does not happen nope mm-hmm. i think it's absolutely to your point mindset and wow am i over it can we talk about your canucks because they also fucking suck
1: yeah there's two teams that don't have a killer instinct Canucks are up to nothing watch they're gonna blow this lead too
0: yeah, so what yeah, is with Live that? at Columbus? Oh my god. Why are the Canucks going up, Kai, and just blowing it? I guess you said you fell asleep as as they were down and or as they were up two goals and woke up to them mm-hmm.
2: losing by two goals. And, and I was not even before. that surprised. Why yeah. is this happening? I I couldn't tell you, man. Um <laughs> you know it's been a s there's been like three different games so far. They're playing their fourth right now. Each game's sort of had a different story. Um First game of the year, they're playing the Oilers. Played amazing. Absolute start to finish, five, five on five. Dominated the game. Took a couple bad penalties. Got burned on the penalty kill. And, you know, Mc, McDavid was played like McDavid. He had a hat trick. So, yeah, Not he McDavid. had a hat trick. It was a you know disappointing start to the season. But I think there was a lot of wins that the team took away from that. Um, and I think that it was an exciting start to the year. Um, And then now we go on this road trip. We played Philadelphia and Washington playing Columbus right now. This is a road trip. I feel like that players don't get excited for. Okay. It's not something that they really schedule ahead. It's not like they're playing Toronto. They're playing Montreal. Like those are places that you want to be playing when you go on this Eastern road trip, Columbus, Washington, Philadelphia, eh, you know, and it's the beginning of the season. There's a lot of complacency, Um, but, you know, they played Philadelphia. They go up to nothing. They're not playing well, though. That's the thing. Like this game was a classic Canucks game where Demko was bailing them out Mm -hmm. and then staying on brand, take a couple stupid penalties (laughs) and bada bing, bada boom. You lose to Philly, which is not good. That's a game that you need to win. And then you play the Capitals. And then I thought that they played better than they did against Philly. But then, then Demko had a stinker. So it's like, that's one of the things that is extremely worrisome to myself is the fact that Demko has not looked good so far this year. And the Canucks have always been one of those teams where if we're going to make the playoffs, it's because our goalie is going to play like a best caliber goalie.
0: And when you look back in April and you're like, We missed the playoffs by three points. Where could we have made those points up? You're gonna look back at that Philly game in October and think, "Oh yeah, how did we lose to those guys?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I I mean, they had a players-only meeting in Game Three, Braden. We were talking this before the Mm -hmm. podcast. Have you ever seen that this early? Like, this is
1: dire. We're already at. (laughs) This is the first like. Must win game four. I mean, like, mm-hmm. Luke Shen just got in a fight, so, like, they're fired up tonight. But, <laughs> you know, just look at, like, let's look at the last scores, right? So last night against Washington, they lose 6-4. Mm-hmm. Key point I want to focus on, they got four goals. Game before against Philly, they lose 3-2. They got two goals. Okay. Game before, Oilers, five three three goals. If your team scores three goals, you should win the game.
0: That's what the stats say.
1: You scored three goals. You should win that game. The average Mm -hmm. team scores 2.6 in a night. So yeah, you should win that game. You've got a top five goalie in the league. You better be fucking winning. Now, part of it is Demko, where I don't think he's looked as good as what he should be. Like there was a stinker. There's two stinkers he let in against uh, Washington. There's a stinker he let in against Philly. I'd like him to be tighter. But that being said, like what goalies are, I I, I don't want to just wash away, but what goalies start off the season? Well, like, Other than uh, Jake Andre right now, Stuart Skinner. Yeah, Stuart Skinner. Sorry, Jack Campbell. Um, Most goalies start the. Oh,
0: Craig Anderson.
1: Yeah, most goalies start shitty. He's unreal. But, like, it's not right. You're off. You got to get back in the swing of it. So I have faith in them go packing it back up. But, like, looking at the rest of those scores, though, like, Canucks penalty kills at 50%. The big addition this offseason. Didn't that
2: happen last year? Didn't you guys yeah. start with a yeah. terrible penalty? Yeah. Game? And the PK Except it went was out like, wow. like 50% until like game 30. Yeah, so I like remember December. it being like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah.
1: But And then how did they address that this year? Ilya Mikhaev. Mm-hmm. And tonight's Yeah, Mikhaev and Lazar. Lazar was in the box like a good amount of those penalties. They've got JT Miller killing penalties. He does not play defense. Get him off the penalty kill. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. But when you're paying that guy that much for that long.
2: Yeah, yes, I'm great, love it. Stuff.
1: Yeah, on the goal for all goals against. Like the biggest thing watching the games. Like I've watched all the Canucks games. I've watched every minute. I've been angry. It gets me physically angry. Like I actually like last night. Like I was so worked up. I was pissed off. I was watching the <laughs> game with my family. I had to leave. I had to go in my room and just sit <laughs> on my
0: own and watch the rest of the game. Dude, I've I was been just, there. Oh, I was just my getting God. so
1: fucking mad. Like people were talking to me. Like the girl was like messaging me. I was just sitting my... like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I it was, I was just
1: so like the tiniest little thing was fucking pissing me off like i had made some popcorn to watch my game my dad's like can i have a piece I'm like shut the fuck get the fuck out of you like i'm so mad
2: like
1: nothing. like it literally like it wasn't even that my heart rate was up because like oh i'm excited to watch the game i hope they're co- i was getting mad because the best way to describe the way that the canucks have played so far is sloppy they mm-hmm. can't complete a pass they're so careless with the puck it's these little random draw passes to fucking nobody it's not putting the full effort on this pass when you're trying to make like you know from the wing over to the D and it turns into turnovers breakaways that's why there's been so many goals against on the penalty kill so far is because JT Miller can't actually put a fucking effort on his pass it's tonight so far it looks good but coming back to the Leafs just like the Canucks they both lack a killer instinct the difference is that the Leafs are good enough to make the playoffs consistently albeit because, uh, you know, I think the Canucks are at that level, but it's just they they don't have the killer instinct, and I wonder what the Canucks as well, we've heard for a long time with Riffs in that locker room. I think there's some, I think there's truth to that.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't think a team that is strong mentally together um gives up leads the way that they do in the third period. I don't think no. that a confident team that is strong together um, and trusts each other gives up three
2: multi-goal leads in a row. <laughs> That's nah. unheard of. It's, it, it it's is. It I quite really legitimately, legitimately it's, 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 the first leg- time it's happened. It, it's the first time it's ever happened, but it's like what? It's unfathomable. It's the first time that that in the NHL it's ever happened. To I begin the start of the season,
1: yeah. The oh, season. oh
2: wow. Um it's like in the NHL, it's just completely unaccess- unacceptable for that to happen. Like this is some like house hockey league thing that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. To not and do that in the fair, NHL. Yeah. To
1: be fair to Demko as well, like I said, penalty killing like game one. They looked okay, but the rest like their defensive shit, like they mm-hmm. rush Myers back tonight. Cause they fucking eat Tyler Myers. You're not in a good place. If you're that relying on Tyler if Myers, you're like
0: rushing Tyler Myers, to get back on the ice. But yeah, yeah, like their
1: top six has been Hughes who hasn't looked like himself yet. He's making mm-hmm. like some good passes, but he's bobbling the puck a lot. Maybe it's just him getting comfortable. Uh, Hughes, OEL, Riley Stillman, Kyle Burroughs, Tucker Pullman. Mm-hmm. And who's the sixth guy that they've
2: got? Uh, not Rathbone uh... It doesn't get you excited eh? Yeah, I don't know
1: Oh my god, I'm an idiot Luke Shedd It's the greatest oh, right yeah. defenseman in the league right. okay, okay,
0: so you just left off the best defenseman for last That's all
1: right. Of those six guys, two of them are top four
2: Yeah the And I mean, are... Kyle Burroughs Has actually looked pretty good this year so far But they're asking him to play 20 minutes a night You can't have two top four defensemen You need at least three at least you four, <laughs>
1: you probably need, you need five. Like, I love well in the playoffs, you need like five or six. Yeah, I love um, Luke Shen. I want him on the roster. Kyle Burrows has done enough to me, he deserves a spot in the top six. The rest, <laughs> I don't think Pullman's an NHL player. He's played decent, but I think he's a number seven. I went to school with Riley Stillman. I said, I like Riley Stillman a lot. I like the, I just know him personally. That's why I like him. And he's a cool guy. Yeah, he was always nice to me. I liked him. I like him on the team as like a physical seventh defenseman to bring a spark. I don't think he should be playing every game. Like, sorry, man. <laughs> sorry
2: if you're listening, bud. Like, wow. Um, he's going to be, he's going to send you an angry text later. That's, that's for sure.
1: Okay, yeah, I'll deal with it.
2: He's just gonna be like,
1: that's why I'm in the league and you're on a
0: fucking podcast.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> hey, his brother's got first round, uh, picked twenty 29th overall. He'll be wicked, but mm. I don't think that, um, it's, it's not an NHL defense. With yeah, it's
0: the defense, and it's the, like you said, it's the leadership, it's mm-hmm. the locker room. How do you guys yeah. blow multiple leads no matter
1: how bad the defense is? And what Can't I be- want to get into, just with the D there, because I'm I legitimately upset about this, is the treatment of Jack Rathbone. Mm. He's got one of the best names in the NHL. That's true. Rathbone? You're not going to play a kid named Rathbone? Like,
0: get his jersey so- sold.
1: Elliot Friedman's favorite last name in the league. You look it up. It's true. Now,
0: he's a ridiculous with that eh
1: how much do you you know about Jack Rathbone
0: I I mean honestly if you've listened to every single one of these podcasts you've heard his name like in 11 or 12 podcasts You, you you love Jack Rathbone
1: left defenseman shoots left offensively inclined he's 23 fourth round pick last year in the AHL as a 22 year old in his rookie AHL season he played 39 games care to guess the stat line he put up no. Kai and India.
2: <laughs> well, I'm looking at his hockey DB. So okay. Yeah.
1: Tyler, without looking, are you looking right now or no? No,
0: I'm not. 39 games. What's how, the defenseman's how close... I think how... he had 29 points.
1: He had 40 points in 39 games in the age of a 22-year-old in his rookie... That's
0: really good. <laughs> That's
1: historic. like I don't want to say it's historic, but like when you compare sure, like to...
0: power play one time, stuff yeah, like that. But when you yeah. look at
1: players who play that amount of time at that age. You know, like a 22 year old defenseman as a rookie in the A and put up that points, they all translate to the NHL as top four offensive defensemen. They all come into the NHL as guys that can play 30 to 45 points. So this is a guy who, as a rookie, should be putting up 25 to 30 in a full NHL season. Do you That's think,
0: it. like, eye test, do you think that matches the stats, too? Does he look like a yeah. top-four potential Dude, offensive training defenseman? training
1: camp, he looked good. He's ready. He's ready for the NHL. He deserves a spot in this top six, and he's getting fucked over by this team. I don't know why Bruce isn't playing him. The other night, he opted to go with... um Oh, my fucking God, what's the defenseman's name? Noel Juleson over uh Rathbone because he wanted a more physical lineup against the Caps. Let's see how that worked out. Um Whenever you pick... Physical physicality over goal scoring, you're fucked. Maybe there's too much of redundancy in the lineup with Hughes and OEL on the left side as well. But to me, Rathbone's one of your better defensemen. He should be in the he should be in the lineup. And I wonder how long it's going to take before the player goes, "Fuck this, I want out." Like I deserve a spot. I did everything I was asked to do.
2: Why am I not playing? Mm, I don't really see that happening with him this year, at least. But definitely I something keep to PPL keep an eye on.
1: Right, it happens. GPS mm. show put them in if you're not gonna play me, send me down or trade me. They uh, want to play hockey games. We saw it in Toronto with Josh Levo.
0: It happens, it happens for sure. So, the defense is a problem, obviously. Like, there's minor things like you want a player being played, but I, I that's not going to fix like Vancouver's problems. So, what I ask now is from here, rest of season, how worried are we? Like, let's say. They have kind of stopped blowing multi goal leads. Are we going to look at this team like, hey, we still got a playoff team here? Or have these four games soured for you guys already?
1: Mm. It didn't sour up. Yeah. Demko will turn around. We needed PD to play at like the Petey level, and he's doing that so far. 100
0: point pace. Yeah. Let's go. We know Come Miller on,
1: will, t- we know Miller will, t- I've got faith in Miller to turn around offensively. Um,
2: And defensively, he can't be any worse right now. So, yeah, exactly
1: it's just they got to get the mental shit figured out i don't yeah I, i'll be curious to see if we get mike yo as head coach by the end of the season mm. um yeah i want
2: hughes will improve
1: hughes will improve i like i said we better need days to ahead have, then
2: guys right
1: yeah and hey, oh. you can hate on myers but he is a top four defenseman he's back he's top four defenseman mikhail's back healthy this team is good but the team's never healthy. No mm. NHL team's ever healthy, especially the Vancouver Canucks. So we'll see. I they're still in a spot to contend. Like I mean, the Wild are winless, and we all like that team. Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. One thing to keep note for the Canucks is tonight Connor Garland healthy scratch. It's a bit so of a surprise. I'll make you just signed a million first. bucks. Yeah, oh. first year four and a half million dollar contract not not very good speaking
1: of but yeah but that's just coaches like garland's been playing well i haven't had an issue with garland at all
2: well then why are you scratching him like why Something is he the guy to I, think has to down send down
1: a I think it's to send a message that i don't care how good you are you need to be fucking better <laughs>
2: you should have fucking scratched miller yeah
1: but i think you're riding the line of who's just expendable enough that it's not mm-hmm. gonna kill us without a game but big enough that it's going to send the message. And Garland is that type. You can't do it. You know, it's Garland or Hoglander. You Mm -hmm. can't do it to Hoglander because he has played his way into earning a spot. Like, he's played well. And, you know, with all the drama that's happened. So it's, sorry, Connor, this isn't Mm -hmm. personal. Like, you do need to be better, but, like, everybody needs to be better. Like, that's what's going on here. (laughs) One last piece. Don't know if you guys have seen anything with Horvat, but it's getting a little testy, it looks like, between the lines, between the two camps.
0: Talking about their contract dispute, for those that don't mm-hmm. know, he is a UFA at the end of the year and they can mm-hmm. talk
1: about extensions right now. Yeah, so apparently the first uh, ask that the Canucks had was in the fives for Horvat, which he felt insulted by. Fair enough. And honestly, dude, justifiably so, like, that guy has put up with third liners on his wings for years. That starts with his an entire eight, if time. you ask me. I-, I think it's a seven. Um, 7.75. You know, he wants first liner money. He's not going to that, but should he get good 2nd center money. So you get For
0: sure. contract?
1: Yes. Well, yeah. that's what they're using, right? Like, didn't the, who did the Canucks use as a comparable? I think they tried to use Nuge, and mm. he makes five-something, and they were like, what the fuck? Like, no. Well, so I'm Bo's pissed Nuge. off. Yeah, fair he, enough. And then it's starting to affect us. I don't know if it's affecting his play. He hasn't looked like Bo Horvat, but Canucks fans are starting to... There's some Canucks fans starting to turn on Bo, get rid of him. He's fucking... Da-da-da-da-da. All of our captains have always been these amazing players. Like, you know Henrik Sedin, Trevor Linden, Bo Horvat's not in that. I don't want to fucking hear that. I think and... I think Horvat is a great captain. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Bo Horvat. He's my favorite player on the team. Um, I want them to resign him. Maybe they trade him. I don't. I don't. Well, they need to trade him if he's going to walk. But yeah. if you trade Horvat for right D, great. You have a right D. They have mm-hmm. no one to take that spot. Now you've got a huge gaping hole at three C. Right. It well, o- solve
2: open it. Open question to you guys. You know, that team meeting yesterday, players only who's speaking up at that. Like, is this Horvat's decision to call this meeting or is it JT Miller? I was going to say Miller for sure. If you gave me a
0: guess, I'm saying Miller.
2: Yeah. But it's like, who's the voice there? It's like, I'm picturing, you know, OEL. He's leader in that dressing room. People have talked about his leadership. Great with young guys. I think that he would be aligned with someone like Horvat for sure. I think that they probably have a great relationship.
1: Well, let's call it. Let's call the elephant in the room. Who are the two guys that don't like each other in that locker room? One of them is JT Miller. Who's the other guy? It's not Bo. Petey? Yeah. It's Petey. Miller and Petey don't get along? There's enough smoke that Mm -hmm. I I believe that rumor that they don't get along. Um,
0: Well, when your best player and your most expensive player don't get along, that's no good.
1: You know what really stuck out to me? And I saw it make some waves. I don't think it made enough waves is on John Scott's podcast this summer. JT Miller went on and Miller and John Scott said to Miller that he thought that Petey's lazy and that he thinks he's entitled and like a bunch of kind of shit like that. Miller didn't say, yeah, he is. He didn't defend him.
0: Really? Mm. Which that sort- did not go on the my radar at all, which is wild. exactly no, like Dutch he fans was just- usually like on Twitter.
1: Like what did he say? He was he gave an answer along the lines of oh you know people just like to say shit and it's like as an NHL dude like an NHL teammate not saying no he works hard like he deals with a lot of shit but he always gives it a hundred ten like that's the baseline answer you'd expect the fact he said nothing that's great I don't think that that's enough for me where it <laughs> the worst thing that you can call somebody in the NHL is a bad guy which like doesn't sound like a big like insult but like you know for NHL hockey players, like, culture that's an oh yeah. So the fact that you didn't stand up for somebody's work ethic, and we know how important work ethic is to NHL players, mm-hmm. you didn't stand up for the guy's work ethic. I don't know if there's truth to it on Miller's part, or if he's doing that because he doesn't like him, or maybe it is nothing, but that he doesn't stand up for him at all. Mm. I think there's something there. Coming back to your thing with like who's speaking up in the locker room, how can J.T. Miller speak up? You've been on the ice for all goals against, and you've been sh- you've been the worst player this year. This is the worst hockey I've ever seen J.T. Miller play in the two and a half years he's been on the Canucks. Like he's been terrible. Um, so to me, sure. You can stand and say, we need to be fucking better, you know, kind of coming back to the Austin Matthews of who the fuck are you to tell me? I need to be better. I score
2: 60 goals. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck are you to tell me? I've been better. You're minus nine. You suck. And I mean, to Miller's credit, he has been very open about that in the media. Yep. Like he's been saying that it starts with himself. So,
1: yeah, but I think kind of like Bruce said, like, that's great that you're saying that like change it.
0: Yeah. Anything more in the next guys? We pretty much beaten the dead horse to death. They suck. Hopefully next episode, our teams have turned it around. But let's talk about a team that's actually doing well this season. The Vegas Golden Knights. They're three and oh, and they have Aiden Hill. We know how much love the loose change podcast has been given Aiden Hill. They have Stewart's Vesna pick Thompson Mm -hmm. posting great stats. You know, no problem brain four to three opening night at L.A. Spoil their home opener. They have their own opener. 1-0 against Chicago. So it's Chicago. What? Mm-hmm. who cares? But then they went 5-2 against Seattle, who's supposed to be a lot better this year, Kai. But yep. yeah, stormed them, dominated them, scored within the first 20 seconds and never mm-hmm. looked back.
2: Mm-hmm. Watch that
0: whole game. It was domination from Vegas. So.
1: I uh, just they wanted 18? to just wanted to come back. Oh, I don't know what's going on with the camera here. I got my I got my favorite <laughs> team's jersey on. Do yeah, you an uh,
0: for those that are listening.
1: He has an. Oh, is that no Alex? Oh, uh, does this he? This is a. Real deal, James Neal jersey. <laughs> James um,
0: Neal Vegas jersey. Got
1: it for thirty dollars. Thank you, fanatics. I, if you That's anyone wants to sell, you can have it. I That's told you. I said Vegas is going to be good this year. I said that they have all the fucking components. Everyone shit on me. Oh, they've been bad the last couple of years. No, they had injuries. This is a good team. They've got fantastic players on the team. I don't know what Ike Daddy's score is so far. How he's doing? But this team's too good to be bad. They're making the playoffs. Aiden Hill is leading everybody. Okay.
0: So well, w- one point. Aiden Hill is not their starter; he's their backup, but he's playing very well so far. He's playing very well. It's one game. Yeah, it's Michael's one game. point
1: per game tonight. Vegas, Calgary. Two big Western Conference teams going at it. Oh, i watching that. Gonna, yeah. I'll tell you right now, Vegas is going to beat Calgary like a redheaded stepchild. It's well, be whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. <laughs> this podcast comes out like after the game, so you don't want to get caught here. That's
1: fine. It's going to happen. They're going to win.
0: Okay. All right. Get, Braden guarantees that when you listen to this, Vegas is four and zero. I love it. I don't know about it because I like Calgary a lot, but we're on the Vegas train right now. Their defense and goalie are really good and doesn't look that like their offense is missing Pacioretty at all. Eichel is back. He's really good this season, eh? He looks a lot better than he did post-surgery last year.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: He's back to being a superstar. Playing without a fucked up neck will do to you, eh? Once you can actually turn your head.
2: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of those sort of injuries it's a little bit scary it's like is he even going to come back 100 but good for him
0: yeah and good yeah. for vegas as a whole i i know a couple of vegas fans they're very happy with the start of the season because they didn't love the team last year at all is this vegas's division now are we looking at it like mm. oh they're back to being first place or no is the no. team they're facing tonight calgary or edmonton gonna take not lead. edmonton not edmonton
2: I don't know. We'll get into so. in
0: a bit. So let's talk Vegas now. Yeah, I think it's I, Vegas or Calgary.
2: Yeah, which is, I mean, look, it's been three games. I think that they've shown that they're a team that's to be reckoned with. But I think Braden and I, we both had them second in the division when we did the Pacific preview. So I thought, I saw this coming personally. I don't think three games is enough for them to be like, oh, there's this team's better than Calgary just yet. Um, tonight should be a good test. Because Calgary has been looking good, like, too. Edmonton's played like how I expected Edmonton to play. So, should we get into
1: Edmonton right now then? Or just,
0: we can jump right past Vegas. I guess it's just a kind of
1: good for you guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, you can't it's, spend it's thirty we, uh, minutes on every team.
1: <laughs> Eichel's played well. Like we think they're going to come back. You know, Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson have both been great. Um, they're so about to get David one of them,
0: and right? are back. Basically, is what Edmonton team has to say like that's just that's that's the story right that's not what I wanted to
1: start with man at all with Edmonton okay what what was it is it the goalie the fact that Jack Campbell's let in like how many goals in his first two two starts and they had to start Stuart Skinner the other night he's been bad yeah
0: Stuart Skinner played really well too did Jack Campbell already lose the starting job
1: i it's too early to say yes especially once you're you know they've played two funny.
0: games you know what i mean like they're playing a third one by the time this podcast comes out they're playing buffalo they're gonna steamroll buffalo okay and be fine
2: so are we really saying okay so yeah campbell had a bad game against the canucks but
1: the, the game that's after the only that? game played no. yeah but they've
2: only played two games
1: I think he got pulled in the second game. He got pulled in the second game. What are you guys talking about? He got pulled.
2: He got pulled. Uh, That's right. He got pulled in the second
0: game. He's not been playing great. It has been two games, but he has not looked good. He's looked like he has for the last four months of the season. If you talked about last year, he did not look good. Post All-Star break, he had the worst goals above expected Mm -hmm. as a starter in the NHL. So yeah, it's kind of going as as I wanted it to. Absolutely fuck all Leafs that are now Oilers.
1: I like Campbell because he's such a likable guy. And he's I like seven, Simon too, but fuck them. Not the he's same got guy. seven goals against <laughs> two games. He's got an 851 save percentage. <laughs> he's been stinky. Like, ah, uh, you gotta be a little worried about giving we that guy We pointed it five. out
0: <laughs> in our division preview. Hey, you have Tyson, Barry, and Cody Cece your, in your top four. You know what I mean? One of your best defensemen, who is not good, retired. Duncan Keith. What's mm-hmm. what are you guys going to do? Like Campbell's not going to be uh, a Demko, where he can just steal a show and show off in front of a bad defense. They're going to need McDavid and Drysital to finish one and two in scoring if they want to compete for the division this year.
2: Yeah, but they will. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. <way> they will. <laughs> That's crazy because they probably will. I mean, right now, Panarin and Sabanajad, they yeah. are lighting it up. They're first and second, and fair enough. They played four games and they're each at above
2: two points a game, so I'll do it. No, I'm I'm feeling ready to take an early cash out on uh, my season preview preview for the Rangers. That's for sure. Yeah. Devil yeah, coming
1: back baby. I still got it's,
2: time. It's it's been a week. But I think I'm ready to just take the L on that one. They look
0: so <laughs> good in their opener against Tampa. Oh yeah. man, they're fast, dude.
1: Mika mm-hmm. Zabenajad looked like the best player. He he looked better than Connor McDavid in that first game. He was that clapper he had that Oh my God! He's so
0: is the Banjat officially like a superstar first line center? Because everyone's been putting him as just oh he's a good first line star like yeah got, for two seasons now he's
2: been elite. I want to see the full season
1: before I officially declare. Superstar. Oh man,
2: I don't know. That's he he looks like it. I think he's a lot of the Just because a lot of he the might be better like... than Panarin. Yeah,
0: he can score. He can score, man. He has a shot. He's got the playmaking, the passing, everything. I'm not I'm going scared there. scared of Zibanejad. Panarin's not, great, too.
1: I think Panarin opens up space for him, but at the end of the day, he can still put it in the net. So who gives a fuck, right? Like, yeah. You know
0: Who does? I don't. Wayne
1: Gretzky opened up space for Yari Curry, but Curry still put up a hell of a lot of fucking points. Yari Curry's so, still so pretty good,
0: yeah. I think out. Zibanejad might be that guy. And yeah, I, I think all of us picking the Rangers to take a decline... We might all look back very soon like we were wrong. Mm-hmm.
1: They had to have a lot of things go right, and it looks like they're getting those things to go right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, I'm the devil's one hurting right now. Well, let's see how the the devils just...
0: stink. Yeah, oh, they're down right now. You, I don't hear they're like calling for Ruff's job. Like, it's like
1: buyer Lindy. Yeah, did you see the lines that he already? had season. Did already? Already, li- dude. Yeah, it's because the lines that they had, it was terrible.
0: Well, they, they what's Dawson his name? Mercer they got on Burnett, the right? As the assistant coach, too. They just hired Florida's yeah. President's Cup or President's Trophy leading coach mm-hmm. as an assistant. You have Lindy Ruff, who fans have not been happy with for years. He hasn't shown a great track record. You kind of set yourself up for this, New Jersey. Like, this was going to happen unless you guys won the first three games.
1: Dude, the opening line, he had Alex Holtz, who is one of the culture favorites, and uh, Dawson Mercer, another like really good younger player both guys who should be in your top six. Yeah, them on the fourth line. You should be getting booed for that.
0: Devils fans are smart fans, man. They're not going to sit around and watch this rebuild turn to shit. Like they've watched a rebuild. They're like three, four years into it. They want to start seeing some improvement. So absolutely. They should have a fire fire under their ass. And Lindy should be on the clock right now.
1: So here's a question. Then while we talk about coaches, I'll segue into it. Which coaches are on the NHL hot? Which NHL coaches are on the hot seat right now. Frickin well,
0: Keith, Lindy Ruff. Sudden. Lindy Ruff is Ruff for one. sure.
1: Do you think mm-hmm. Sheldon Keith is on the hot seat?
0: I think, dude, it's Toronto. We are one week away. Yeah, we But I close. go,
1: it's Dubas and Keith. Would Dubas fire him? Barry Trotz is available. Dude,
0: okay, <sighs> you're telling me Barry Trotz on the Leafs wouldn't at least help them? Like I, think-
1: I it would. It absolutely would. It would, but. Keith is Dubas's boy. They were together in the Sioux. They were together in the A. That's his boy. As far back, that's his best friend. That's the guy who they've got each other's fucking backs.
2: I mean, he's gonna have to fire him eventually, like yeah, unless uh, unless he's gonna be a Babcock in Detroit, which
0: Dubas knows that if they don't win the first round this year, he is getting fired. That is almost up. like exactly like by not extending him, it is there's nothing more set in stone. If the Leafs don't win the first round. Dubis will not be GM. There's no buts, he might. what ifs, nothing. That is the case. Yeah. Reports are saying he might not be if they win around. Right. Even if they win, like that's like, if they lose, that is 100% he's gone. Result. If but they if, win, it's still a chance.
1: He might walk away. He might say, fuck you. You didn't give me that contract. They didn't like how I've been treated. I'm out.
0: No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's batted enough things around and. The other thing that you don't, is you don't there?
0: leave the job as GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs. I, as much as the Leafs suck, and I, it's ha-ha, fun to make fun of them, it is the premier team in the NHL, and if you want to be a coach or GM to a Stanley Cup team, it matters more in Toronto than every other place in the, in the I'm league.
1: I'm just saying what the elite... Elite insiders that you know, I, I like Oh, the elite to. ones.
0: I didn't know you are talking to the elite ones. That's no, my I t- when I talk
1: to Frege and I see his tweets, you know, when I see those, I go oh, that's I'm saving that for the mental space. <laughs> and when he talks about on thirty two thoughts and we send each other links to our podcast, and he goes, right. So just listen to this change. It's really good. We, we should, you should do that. We my... should start
0: promoting thirty two thoughts in mm. return does, for him promoting he does. He trading.
1: asks me. He goes, I started this little podcast. <laughs> so you, should, you should promote it. I know you guys have a lot of listeners. And I go, Frege, baby, I g- no free, no, no free, free ads, ads, but I'll see no what I get. <laughs> but he, um, yeah, no, he's reported that it like, gets possible that Dubas walks because he doesn't like how he's been treated. And I did not know he reported elsewhere. that. Mm. Yeah, and the thing too is that he said it'll impact Matthews because he and Matthews are close. Matthews is a big believer in Dubas. If Matthews, if Dubas isn't the GM and he's negotiating with this random new guy. That's when it. I think he resigns as long as Dubas is GM for sure. So you're not, telling me Dubas is gonna be gym. GM
0: of the Canucks and Matthews is gonna lead them to a championship soon? No, Connor
1: reason? Bedard to the Canucks because he's really good and he's a Canucks fan. I just need Tyler Mott back on the Canucks to complete the fantasy. Um, <laughs> any other goal? Would you say Bruce Boudreau's on the hot seat? Yeah. Yep.
2: Me too. I think mean, that's fair.
0: Yeah. I think all teams that have like sucked are on the hot seat right now. Like out Ottawa,
1: hmm. no. Uh, I think he's, DJ, I, DJ Smith, was, yeah. But like Lindy Ruff. I think, think DJ is getting a little if warm.
0: You're talking about Frege. Fridge reported that other coaches and people around the league think that Ottawa would have to start 0-25 before DJ Smith is fired. They
1: have, you know, I guess now that you know who's gone, they've got more confidence and they can just really let it be their vision rather than somebody else's who's gonna yell at you if you don't do what he says. But they had big expectations and those haven't been there. Like, we'll see how they play tonight, right? Like they're still yeah. winless if they don't get a win tonight and it's their home opener. Um, mm.
2: Yeah, I'd I mean, they went up 3 nothing in the first. so
0: 3-1, fuck, uh, yeah. So transitioning, um, do you think Minnesota Wild's coach is on the hot seat? They're 0-3 yeah. and this is a team that all of us expected big things from. They have Kaprasov, oh. they lost Fiala, but hello, this is
1: one of your years you're supposed to go for it. We said the goaltending was going to be the question mark. Mm-hmm. If Flurry was able to play like Flurry, if he was going to take a step back, and he's taken a step back so far, I don't think Flurry's is bad, but it's worrying. Um, I mean, look at the offense. Fucking Matt Boldy. I send you guys highlights because I got that kid in fantasy, and I was a Matt Boldy truther. Um, that kid's filthy. Like he's insane. Uh, has been unreal. The fours have been good. They've got a decent defense group. It's just it really seems like. Well, pending, yeah, I'm to your not,
0: I, point, Braden, they've lost seven to three, seven to six, and then six, three.
1: So six right. goals, three goals, three goals. You should win no, all those games.
0: Seven, seven, six. Oh, seven. Wait, that's wait. how many goals they allowed. Or sorry, no, you're counting the they scored. For. That's right. Yeah. Guys, that's right. you score, you you three, score three goals, six, and then three. You should be at least two, oh, and one.
1: And are those all on the road or are some of those at home? No, one, they, I know one's at home. All three of them in at home. Those are three. Those are three. All should have won games
0: at home. I didn't even realize that till you pointed it out. You cannot lose seven three seven six six three at home. If that happened to the Leafs, Sheldon Keefe, and Dubis would have been fired already.
1: Dude, you can't lose at home. Like obviously you're going to, but like I think it was a Babcock quote. And as much as Danny is, he's right with some things. A home game is a win. That's that should be a win on your calendar.
0: At the end of the season, you should look at your home games. You've played forty one of them. You want to see thirty wins? Yep. Or at least twenty-seven and like ten Depending and on three or your team. If you're contending, right, you and need. You points. want to be in a playoff
1: spot, dude. You should see thirty-five, like 30-35 without a doubt. Um.
0: Really? Oh, I, just to test that theory, let me look at last year's stats. Maybe thirty. Leafs, I think the Panthers thir- at least thirty-one, something. eight and two. Florida yeah. thirty-four and seven. Uh, Carolina twenty-nine, eight and four. Colorado three. Yeah, you you get thirty. Minnesota at home last year was 31, eight and two. They're 0 and three this year. Yes. Big. Yikes no, I mean, for not, you like got what? Minnesota seven right
2: losses,
1: including overtime left in the bank from last year. And then you got to match last year's home record. Like
0: I know Talbot is injured in Ottawa, but how good does he feel right now? He's just like, yeah, fuck you guys fucking trading me thinking you're going to be fine with flurry. He's looking at this like, ha ha ha.
1: I mean, I don't blame him. Like, for thinking, Flower could do especially that Davids kind of showed himself to be more of a one. A, I one love three.
0: I still think, and you know, he could come back and play great, but it's just, it's we're it's week one podcast. We have to react to something, so we're gonna mm-hmm. react to the team that's allowing six to seven goals every game. Have you? Ca- I haven't caught in any of the wild games, but I have catch some highlights. Boldy, Kaprasov, they're elite. Their offense is gonna be fine you bring that back down to two, three goals again, still be okay. That's just, hopefully they can figure it out. I'm sure they will. It's Minnesota. They have a good team.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I don't know the, I just want to touch the only other team I wanted to touch on. If anyone else have anything to say on many or are we kind of wrapped up there? I think that's one more
0: team and then wrap it up. It's uh, been a long
1: podcast. I just wanted to get to the Canadians, man. All right. Let's talk Canadians. They are exactly what you want them to be.
2: Mm-hmm. Caulfield's gonna lose. playing
0: exactly like you wanted to Caulfield's
1: so good. I stole that guy in our fantasy, but like he should be a goal scorer that is exciting to watch. You know, you wanna you wanna watch those games and for them to lose 3-2 in the third period. So it be 2-2 two, two, and then oh last minute goal. We lost, but it was exciting. I got to see you a young guy the scored
0: beside Caulfield.
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. dude, underrated guys so far in Montreal, because like Caulfield's been getting the hype and deservedly so let me bring it up exactly i know we got the game winner the other night um kirby Docs looked really good at montreal so far yes That's true. <laughs> he's played very well that was a um,
0: low-key addition during <clears throat> the draft
1: low-key was a
0: huge trade sean but monahan since then who has been talking about that like that's a huge piece for the rebuild. Yeah, Sean Manahan's been playing so well that some Habs fans are trying to trade him for a first-round pick already.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> maybe not going to ever happen again. But, you know, like, Habs fans, be Habs fans. I,
0: I'm just happy to see someone happy with their team and fan base. It's fun to see some passion live on in hockey.
1: Hey, the Habs have the passion. They love taking three hours to get the game started. Um, but just look at the rest of the team. Like, they ugh. do love that. There's one guy I want to bring up, and we didn't talk about him enough. To me, uh, Kaden Gooley, though. I don't know if you guys have heard the name. See on the Habs, yeah, rook, <laughs> rookie that? left defenseman. He had two apples the other night, completely shut down Crosby's line playing top minutes. Really, yeah, like second round pick. And like he's been a pretty good, touted prospect for a bit. Um, he's playing really well. Like the Habs brought in a lot of rookies. I don't think so. Off. <laughs> you know, Yaraj. The first overall pick, Mm. I don't think he should have started in the NHL. I think it would have been better for him to marinate in the A. Um, he's looked okay, I thought so far, but that ghoulie kid looks good. Like, he's big, they're playing the kids. Speaking of big, okay, that's just what I want to say on the house. One last piece. One last piece.
0: We're finishing on the Detroit line,
1: okay. You already knew I was gonna break, dude, that's insane. Like, if I was a Red Wings fan, I'd be so wet watching. So, for those that
0: don't know, the Detroit has a third line right now with a guy that's 6'3. And he's the smallest player on the line. (laughs) Like they have a guy that's six eight, and they have another six seven. Like what? A good—that's the biggest line in NHL ever.
1: And it's not just a big like, you know, Lou Lamorello type fucking. Oh, they're big. They hit, but they can't do anything. Like four lines. They're like power forward scoring goals. Big dude. He's got hands he's good man the kids filthy yeah it's a really good
0: line biggest biggest player in the NHL right now and he's filthy
1: Gets get on the Red Wings I want to see him join them
0: (laughs) yeah the Red Wings are a really fun team I love I love watching their games and going forward I'll watch probably more Red Wings than Leafs games if the Leafs don't figure it out I'm so pissed off that's pretty much been the theme of this episode Holy shit, does our team suck. Yeah, that's a lot of episode. ranting.
2: That seems like the episode title for sure.
0: All right. Anything else, guys? Or should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. So um, why, do, why do police show up early to riots?
1: To beat the crowd. I got a new segment. I got a new segment. <laughs> What's the new segment? I could have added Welcome. that in post,
0: but okay. It let's just is leave that.
1: your segment of the week. Okay. What segment could it be, you're wondering?
0: What is this voice?
1: <laughs> it is. You miss Braden's Love Corner. We're back. It's even more action-packed. More action? More passion? More factions? More fractions? <laughs> Why? Because there's periods. Why are there What's, periods What involved? is the segment? This is... <laughs> <laughs> Braden's beer league corner. Which uh, what what what, does what that happens mean? in beer league? Yeah, what, I'm going to give you mean? weekly updates on Braden's beer league
2: team. Please don't. So no. far, I'm voting down. Vegas no, Golden Knights. this not your is not. Boy? New, this is not a new segment. Sorry, guys.
1: I'm over a point <laughs> per game. I am an all-star. I started so much shit. I broke a guy's tooth last game. Uh, he, I told him not to poke the bear and he kept poking. So maybe I gave an accidental on purpose high stick that caught a tooth and took it out. Did I get four <laughs> minutes for it? Yes. Did they score on the ensuing power play <laughs> only once? Did that tie the game? No, but it did bring them back to three, two, but who came out of the box and got the empty net? You fucking know what asshole got the empty net goal to finish it off. Did I have to leave the ice right away? Cause I was scared. They were going to take my head off after how much chirping I was doing. Absolutely. And I cried afterwards. I didn't cry. I cried tears of joy. (laughs) That's two game winners for the kids. Okay.
2: (laughs) All right. Thank you for the update. Uh, Thank you. Uh, This is not going to be a recurring segment. No. But thank you for looping us in.
1: Stay tuned for next week.